Good evening, everyone. Uh, so, my friends, uh, once again, I watched the weather report, and it said that we were going to have heat. And so, here I am again. And uh, I am not happy with my homily, but um, tomorrow I'll present the longer version in the morning <laughs> when it is cooler. <laughs> so here we go. And a priest friend overlooked my homily and made big X's to help me <laughs> to learn because he does short ones. But our first reading, um, when it talks to us, it says that just as God had rescued the Jews in the time of the enslavement of Egypt, so God will save those who will put their trust in him. Now, uh, uh, it's a shorter uh, take on the longer, uh, but uh, I don't want to go into it because then you will be here for a long time. Our second reading, we are called to imitate what St. Paul is talking about, is to imitate the faith of the holy patriarchs of Christianity, of, well, of all the scriptures, really, especially that of Abraham. Uh, Abraham is our father in faith, and... Um, he had faith in all that God said that God could do. He had faith in God's promises, even when it seemed impossible, even when it seemed unlikely, even when it seemed silly. Uh, so that what was presented to them was uh, Abraham and his wife are very old. They're like in their 80s, and they do not have children. And God said, but she will have a child <laughs> in her 80s, uh, right? Um, but okay, uh, Abraham says yes. Uh, as the story goes, Sarah laughed, and there's a little discussion between God and Sarah about her laughter, um, which she says she denies. I didn't laugh, and God said, I heard you. Um, <laughs> but then, even more, God tells him, I want you to venture out. Where am I going? I'll let you know when, when you get there. Just do it. And he does. So uh, this, we are asked to have this type of same faith and confidence. And um, my friends, our gospel, uh, although it was written, um, I believe that Luke was writing it for, um, for the apostles, particularly, meaning the leaders of their time, it has relevance for all of us. And uh, the theme is constant faithfulness and watchfulness, for we know not the hour uh, that the Lord will return to us. And... Um, he makes reference to the little flock, that's us. In a world that is so big, Christianity is the little flock. And in this world that can be sometimes hostile towards us, uh, we are not to be discouraged and overcome by that, but to remain faithful and to look to God, the Father, uh, with great confidence because of what Jesus has taught us. So my friends, um, in the coming weeks, uh, I'll, I'll tell you, I'm going on a couple conferences, so I'm going to be traveling. And uh, I also know the priest who's coming the very first weekend. He will not be so short. Uh, so you remember this <laughs> uh, today. Um, but um, in addition to praying that I just arrive at my destination, now I must pray that my luggage arrive there uh, and that it, I can receive it. But I was thinking uh, when we're on the plane uh, to this day, uh, they've changed a little bit some of the airlines, but sometimes they play video. Uh, and they ask you to watch it on the aircraft about, and tells you how to use seat belts and where the exits are. You know it. And sometimes, uh, like Alaska, they'd put on a little show doing it. And what I heard from one of the stewardesses was that they get really cranky when you don't watch. Like when they tell you to do it and you're on your phone for the last minute. Or, so I always watch. And it doesn't matter. I just look because I don't want them to be mean later <laughs> to me. 
And uh, the idea behind it is it's supposed to help us to be prepared for the unexpected is what they're really trying to do. And um, when I look around, very few are paying attention to the instructions. And in today's gospel, Jesus is doing that. He's giving us instructions regarding our journey in this life. And uh, he tells us to be prepared for the unexpected. And like faithful servants, we should keep ourselves in a state of readiness and preparedness. And, uh, but not in, not in despair and not in oppressing fear, but in trust and hope uh, in the Father. As life goes on, we become increasingly aware of how fleeting it really can be and how precarious is the hold that we really have on life. The young people don't think so, but us who are older, we understand this. And we are not made of marble, and we are not made of stone, but we are made of fragile material. Human life can be taken away from us in the blink of an eye. My friends, in this past two weeks, five of our members have passed. Um, and so um, it weighs heavy on my heart because I have to get those families into that place uh, where consolation comes from God because it doesn't come from human words, uh, but from God. Uh, but uh, it just drives home what I'm talking about. However, the brevity and fragility of life bring us uh, to come to understand how precious life really is then. Uh, so here is the hidden piece in it. Jesus is aware of the uncertainties of this world. Um, so he addressed a parable uh, to his disciples and to us that we read today, to the fact that human death can come at any moment. Jesus is talking about that. Uh, the second coming, yes, but we've learned that he was talking about something else. He's talking about when human death comes for us. It is not the case then when we listen to this parable that God, that God tries to catch us unaware like a thief breaking into a house. That is not, uh, that is not the point of the parable. Um, sin and death, rather, not God, are the thieves that rob people of many things. But the uncertainty of human life should not prevent us from enjoying it uh, in the present. I think most, if not all, of us would like to conclude our lives, at least I've been thinking about this lately because of the passing of, of our members in such a group for me, um, that we conclude our lives uh, with our plans carried out, whatever plans we made, and then to make sure the work we wanted to do is done. But we do not know if we will have that opportunity and chance. What we do have is the opportunity to be faithful to our responsibilities and to our family and our friends and to our commitments now, this moment, and making those moments then daily, like the servant Jesus was talking about. Then when we continue forward into the unknown that can be this world, like Abraham did, uh, trusting in God and in his loving care, we know that it will be okay. So my friends, um, Again, I don't know how to do short homilies. I feel I'm missing out on a whole bunch of things for you, but um, I found this story, and I'll share it with you. Um, it's about a court jester, and you guys who have been with me, you know how I feel. I'd like to be the court jester to God because that means at least I'll be close to him. Because people are, oh, Father, you shouldn't say, I'm no, oh, no. The court jester in a king's court is right next to him. So I'm very wise about this. I'd rather be the clown who's theirs. But here's a story that came to me. There was a court jester who for many years had helped to amuse the king 
and his royal court. But then he committed an indiscretion that I will not name and was sentenced to death. Before the sentence was carried out, the king called in his jester and said to him, because of the many happy moments you gave me over the years, I will allow you to choose the method by which you will die. And as the story goes, the court jester thought about it, and then he replied, Your Majesty, if it is pleasing to you, I choose to die by old age. <laughs> and the story goes, the king was so amused at his answer that he granted his request. Now, my friends, God is not going to ask you this. I mean, usually when you give us some kind of a parable like this, the king is God. Nope, no, no. He's not going to ask you how you want to die. Uh, most of us in this situation maybe would say the same things. Old age, please, like Moses, 120. But we do not know if we will get that. We are servants, the disciples of the Lord, and blessed are those servants who are faithful and responsible in all things at all times. The faithful servant does not fear the master's return, and the truth of it is, is that uh, any time is bad for the unfaithful servant, for his master to come. But here's the other truth. Any time is good. Any time will be good for Jesus with me, as long as I've been faithful for, to him. He may come at any time, and I should be prepared and more than happy to leave with him. Readiness lies in one's being faithful and a sense of that responsibility and love. And I recall Blessed Teresa of Calcutta, Mother Teresa, in one of her memoirs, she wrote, We are not called to be successful, only to be faithful. 